Welcome to the Art of Holiness podcast, where we are creating conversations and communities that expose the kingdom of God. This is a New Room Network podcast. Here are your hosts, Carolyn Moore and Pierce Drake. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Art of Holiness podcast. It is, I mean, Carolyn, we're getting close to Christmas. Oh, I'm I'm an hour away from our church's big Christmas party, and I am yes. so excited. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. It's definitely Christmas, my friend. It is, it is, it is. And so we hope y'all are doing well in this season. And uh, as we talked about before, we had the opportunity at New Room Conference this past year to be able to sit down with friends and new friends, old friends, friends we've wanted to call friends for a long time and finally got to call friends this year. And uh, <laughs> That's you. These are my good, good friends. Uh, you didn't know everybody. Come on now. <laughs> I got a story on you on how you didn't know somebody. <laughs> Let's move on. We won't share Let's that story. On. <laughs> One day that story is going to come out and our listeners are going to be waiting for it. Um, <laughs> I knew everybody. Uh, and so anyway, um, today we have two conversations um, like we did earlier in the year and um, earlier in the season. And so these two conversations are separate, completely separate conversations. We did ask the same question to them, but it's our friends returning back to the podcast uh, from past seasons, Alec Rollins and Matt Reynolds. I love these two so much. Oh, these are such good people. Alec Rollins serves as the pastor of Westgate Chapel and uh, just outside of Seattle, Washington and Edmonds. And um, his church, I, I went to, to Alex's church for the first time. It's probably been three, four years ago. There's a whole bunch of things I could say. Such a beautiful church. I discovered the first time I went that West Coast Pentecostal is Evans, Georgia Mosaic. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, they're, they're, The spirit in that church is alive, but, but Alec has such a heart for Wesleyan spirituality. And um, so he's such a good fit for us. And then Matt Reynolds is the pastor right now of Stillwater United Methodist Church. And he's also the founder and the director of uh, uh, Firebrand Magazine and Spirit and Truth. Uh, just a, a Spirit and Truth is the organization. Firebrand is their magazine. Just an amazing uh, effort at bringing spiritual renewal into the body of Christ. And I love what he's doing. So many creative things. And I have to tell you, Pierce, um, the church that he is part of right now, they're experiencing an amazing renewal, yeah. um, uh, something of a, of a revival going on in Dayton, Ohio. And that is an answer to prayers and prophecies that have been prayed and spoken for a number of years. So very cool. You're hearing from two of the deepest, most beautiful people. Um, so let's listen. Thank you, Alec, for joining us. It's this is this is my favorite part of New Room is seeing friends. Yes. And and especially this year, I mean, more than any, yeah. has been as, as you have introduced me to your friends and your friends and your right. friends over Zoom calls and, right. uh, for the Art of Holiness. Now I get to meet people face-to-face. Yes. That's right. And so yeah. it's good to see you. Good to see you. Um, you. Yeah, so we just, we, we're taking advantage. Like, yes. Yeah, just taking advantage of friends mm-hmm. and family being in the room. Yes. Uh, so here's, here's just the question that's on our heart um, that we would love to hear you speak into. What is the aspect of God? That and the Father that that is tugging at your heart over these last eighteen months as we have walked through what we have walked through. 
I think probably as much as anything else, um, the difficulty of knowing what he's doing and what he's saying mm-hmm. in the middle of the, you know, we've all heard about the the unknowingness or the inability right. in our humanity to know God. And I, and I think that's been exacerbated for me during this time because of all the clamor of the voices right. and all the pressures. Um, and then you turn as a pastor sort of away from that clamor mm-hmm. and you say, God, I, I need to know what are you saying right now? And to, and to hear nothing mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, and right. I'm not saying he was intentionally hiding himself. Right. Uh, but one of the, I, I read a book years ago that I've never been able to find this quote, mm. but it was in, uh, the Christian and complete armor, uh, the William Gurnall 16th century classic. And uh, he, he says in there that God will at times withdraw his presence, his palpable presence from us. Mm. Uh, and that mm-hmm. what he's doing, he's doing two things. He's reminding us that we're not God. Yes. And that he's also creating hunger in us yeah. Uh, yeah. in those moments. And I think probably maybe it's not so much what I've learned about God, but what I've learned about myself in these last 18 months. Yeah. So you have theological depths and ecclesial depths, and you also have uh, enough depths of experience over the years to see the, you know, the waxing and waning of the, of the church. Um, How does this moment change or deepen your understanding of the love of God? I think his patience with us. Oh man! I think good. I think you know what we've heard just recently in this conference. Even is is um, that what this COVID time and everything associated with it has done right. has been to expose us. And yes. I think the ugliness yes. of his church mm. in this country, the ugliness of our own hearts right. has come to the surface. And and as that's risen to the surface, it has it has helped me understand how how incredibly patient he is with us and loving towards us that he doesn't just Smoke like he us. said to Moses <laughs> right and I know this was a test for Moses as much as it was what was on God's heart. Let mm-hmm. me step aside, Moses. Let me just wipe them all out and I'll start. I'll start yeah. over with you. Right. And I think that I, I think I've been aware that as the ugliness of the bride of Christ has come to the surface here in this country in the last two years, that God could just as easily say. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we pride ourselves in being a Christian nation, and we have been the disseminator of missions and right. and and a lot of wonderful literature and curriculum, and, yeah. and and that's been a wonderful thing. But God could just as easily start over with China. It doesn't have to be this country, right. and yet He seems to be merciful. And I believe it's because His in His patience He has an end game, and I just want to be sure that I know what that game is uh, yeah and it brings tears yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i want to be a part of it yeah um, yeah i don't care how it ends somebody said to us years ago i'm sorry <clears throat> somebody said to us years ago at westgate chapel um you know, God says you're the tip of the arrow of what he's going to do. And I, I said to the church after, it was a gracious guest yeah. after they left. I said, you know what? I don't care if we're the tip or not, I, whether we're the feathers. Yeah. I just want to be somewhere on that arrow right. when God starts to move. Right, Amen. right. 
Right. That that depth. And I, I have felt that depth in you, especially in the last year. You know, you and I have talked a couple of times about the gathered body yeah. mm-hmm. and the importance of the gathered body. And yes. you've just used that term, bride of Christ. And so I'm thinking about how all of that fits together with the love of God. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, what are you hoping for the church coming out of this yeah. in terms of really seeing itself as treasured and precious in that yes. way? Yes. I, I honestly believe, Carolyn, mm-hmm. that, that there is a massive outpouring of the Holy Spirit and revival on the other side of this thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to be careful how I say that because I just came from a session where, mm-hmm. where one of the panelists looked at um, the different knee-jerk reactions that the church has had to these eight, last 18 months. And I don't want to be part of just a knee-jerk reaction, mm-hmm. but but I think the condition of the church that's been exposed in this nation is so dismal mm. that I don't see that we're going to preach our way out of this. I don't see right. that we're going to learn our way or study yeah. our way out of this. I see no way going forward other than a look in the rearview mirror at historical awakenings that have come at what everyone would have said would have been the worst possible moment. Right. And God right. has stepped in and broken in. And that's what I believe is coming in this country, yeah. um, and that's what we're praying into and believing for mm-hmm. in our congregation. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. When we had you on the podcast uh, last year, um, you had acquired uh, through Westgate and the Awakening um, a lot of books. <laughs> yeah. A lot of books. And I put in a big order. (laughs) And I have read on the Boston Revival and I have read on uh, the Welsh Revival and and, and multiple, multiple of the books. I finally got the presence and Uh, read it and got it in front of me. I'll tell you which one's on my nightstand and has been on my nightstand, not because of lack of reading, but because of coming back to it um, often, often. Is Scotland saw his glory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell mm-hmm. us about that book. Um, we had the privilege of securing the the leftovers of Richard Owen Roberts's uh, not his personal library, but classics that down through the years. Now, Richard Owen Roberts out of Wheaton mm-hmm. is, in my opinion, he and Henry Blackaby are probably the two leading scholars in this country that understand historical revivals. Mm-hmm. And Richard Owen Roberts combined his hunger and desire for revival with an interest in publishing. And so he secured the rights to republish some of the classics. Mm-hmm. And Scotland saw his glory yeah. was, was Richard Owen Roberts bringing bringing together uh, different aspects of of that great of the great Scottish awakenings that have happened probably in Scotland more than any other nation right. in the mm-hmm. world that we know of. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and so uh, Scotland saw his glory is, is a is a recapturing of the history of awakenings in Scotland. Yeah. And a lot of these a lot of these books in, in this collection uh, do what actually there's another book that we unfortunately are out of. I don't know if you got a copy before mm. we were out of it. I probably did. But there's <laughs> there's a lecture there's a series of lectures by Scottish ministers written in 1840, mm-hmm. given in Edinburgh, as they reflect back on the 1839 Kilsith revival that mm-hmm. swept through all of Scotland. And they were reflecting on how did this come about? And the opening chapter 
it, the, the one minister in the first lecture says he believes there are three contributing factors. One, he said that the nation began to revisit the old stories of revival. Mm-hmm. And that's my motivation in making these books available, mm-hmm. that because it creates a hunger and a vision of what could be. Not that God is obligated to repeat exactly the revival that happened at any given time in history, mm-hmm. uh, but that but that those those old stories generate a hunger in yes. us. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then the second thing this pastor said was that uh, a national movement of prayer was started, individual prayer, family prayer, and and, and congregational prayer for revival. Mm-hmm. And the third thing was the pulpits began in the land, began to thunder on the great themes of, of spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. And he felt like those were the three things that contributed to mm-hmm. the Kilsith revival. And that's why we have uh, all of those books in a yeah. warehouse yeah. in in Seattle, just and we're we're able. Richard Owen Roberts is allowing us to sell them at what was his cost, right. and so we just pass the the funds back to him. We don't yeah. make a penny off of them. Yeah. We just want to get them in everybody's hands. It wow. has been it has been a gift. I do have that lectures on revivals hardback copy, like an old like a hold hymnal almost hardback. Uh-huh. Yeah, and uh, and so, um, but. I, I, I'm still reading. I haven't made it through the library that you guys sent me, um, but I'm, I'm, I've partnered that with uh, really. Uh, there's all the scripture, um, but what I found is I've partnered that with Paul's letters to the church, uh-huh. and and it's just my prayer has been. I've been kind of praying through, not daily. If I, I mean, I'm not trying to make myself out of more than I am, but there's been this rhythm over the last year of of reading um, those books on revival, those old stories. Uh, and reading Paul's letters and just looking for the theme and and, and asking and lamenting and then travailing in prayer for mm-hmm. that to happen again. Mm-hmm. Yes. So yes. Yeah, yes. it's been a gift. Yeah. May it be so in our lifetime. Maybe yeah, our, so. our congregation really has just been called by the Holy. We've had we've had midweek prayer meetings for we're in our thirtieth year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as recently as four weeks ago during a week of prayer and fasting, the Holy Spirit spoke very clearly to our congregation that he wants us to partner with him on behalf of the Pacific Northwest wow. and yeah. increase our yeah. prayer meetings to every morning of the week, wow. uh, 6 to 7 a.m., and every evening, 6 to 7 p.m., mm. except mm. for our Tuesday night prayer meeting. Wow. So we're going back, wow. Lord willing, just wow. this weekend to to do a commissioning service of the leaders of those prayer. We're going to call them prayer bands in the in, in keeping with uh-huh. um, with some of the history, mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to launch those, Lord willing, in the next week, and just trust wow. the Lord wow. to, wow. to work Praise through. Praise God! Yeah. Praise God! Well, yeah. blessings on that. Yes. Pray for us. Pray for all of us, man, yes. that we can come out of this um, restored. Yes, restored. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, God. Amen. Thank you. Well, I hope you enjoyed that conversation with Alec Rollins. And now here is Matt Reynolds. So Matt, thank you for joining us. And uh, we've been asking one question. And as we gather friends at New Room, Mm -hmm. so here is the question. What aspect or what part of the heart of God is calling and tugging at your heart these days? Yeah. Mm. You know, one of the things that I, I've just been so, I guess I'm just continually amazed by is how personal the God of the universe, the same God that spoke the whole universe yeah. into existence yeah. is so personal. Yes. So 
you know, intimate. Yes. And, um, you know, recently, just in some of the, uh, we've been doing a, a lot of uh, teaching on evangelism at my church and did uh, some prayer outreaches. And one of the things that I think both people that are, um, we send people out and they just offer to pray for folks. And mm-hmm. we're trying to teach them to listen to the Spirit. But one of the things I've seen people discovering in that process is as they're listening for God's voice, when God speaks to them, they're hearing they're receiving love yeah. in such a personal way. Yep. And sometimes they're hearing something from the Spirit that they can share with someone else. And it's like when someone hears a word mm-hmm. from another person, even though it's coming from the other person's lips, mm-hmm. that they know it's from God. It's like God sees me. Yeah. Like the wow. God of the universe. Like all these people, yep. the billions of people, he, like he knows me. Yes. How I mean that's crazy. Yeah, that was that was your. I mean, we should have no problem. Like that was your word to me yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So tell 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 us about that word. Yeah. Well, I well I'll start it. And we'll we'll tell the story together. Mm-hmm. You know, we uh, we had you on the podcast last season. I think it was, or maybe season yeah. four. And so we met there, and we had been Twitter friends, and yeah, and never actually like we never met face to face. Never though. met face to face until yesterday. Yeah. And like there was this moment. I don't know if you. Because of we never met, you were walking to your seat for the first session, and I was like, I pointed at you, yeah. and you kind of looked, and I was like, he doesn't know who I am. <laughs> it <laughs> took me a second. Yeah. I got back to my seat and I put it together. I'm like, that was Pierce. So yeah. you know, like, yeah. so like, there's you know, and so uh, so anyway, that's kind of our you know, friends from a distance. Yeah, and uh, and so I have been journeying through something this past summer. Yeah, and uh, and kept. I'm a person. I'm a person who usually shares pretty openly and widely, and not pretty openly, real, real open, real openly. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I kept this one really close. I know you did. You did. I, yeah. I kept. I mean, mm-hmm. um, kept it very close. Mm-hmm. Very few people knew about it. And my prayer coming into New Room was, God, you have honored this place and my offering to come here and be open. This has been a thin place for me. Yeah. With you, yeah. so I just ask that you speak to me. Yeah. Um, in a way that that confirms kind of what we've been walking through yeah. mm-hmm. and then um and, he, and here's here's i haven't shared this with either of you so in the first session yesterday there's a guy who comes up and usually this is a thursday night thing right the guy comes up and lays on the floor in front of me i'm mm. uh-huh. um, just to the left and, he, and he's prostrate on the floor right before the altar and he's weeping and uh, i see him and then i go back to singing and God said, "You do for him what you ever you have asked me to do for you. Uh huh. Uh huh. You pray for him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so I went down. Don't know the man. Still don't know who it was. Yeah. yeah. Knelt down. Put my hands on him. Prayed uh-huh. over him. Listened yeah. to the Spirit. Uh-huh. Prayed for him again. Got up. Went back to my seat. Wow. Session ended. And then I made my way over across the the sanctuary to where I was standing with uh, Lo Alleman and and some friends, and uh, and you walked over. Yeah. And there's part of this that you don't even know, like some of the what the backstory a little bit i was so yeah at first when you waved at me it like triggered something i was like i know him (laughs) but you know i've you know it's more than a twitter like profile Uh, yeah yeah it's like real you gotta like compute it you know and so i got back to my i know very well oh i can't even imagine you're like you're trying to get so many people so i uh get back to my seat i'm like oh that was pierce like you know and then um I don't know exactly when it came to mm-hmm. me, but as we were going through that session, uh, it just came pretty strong. Like you, you're, you need to go pray for him. Mm-hmm. And so I started this internal dialogue with God. 
like, well, why? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's right, like, right. And he said, and uh, what I heard was he's been in a lot of internal turmoil mm-hmm. and um, you just need to tell him he doesn't have to question. Like it's not for him to figure out, just be at peace. Mm-hmm. And um, so, but inside, okay, just uh, just true confession. Yeah. When I, sometimes I'm not, I'm still learning all these things. Right. So I still fight with myself sometimes like, ah, I don't, should I really say that? Like, right. And then when I saw you get up and walk across, mm-hmm. I sort of was like, oh, I don't, I'm not going to go over there and bother him. I think he's probably going to talk to someone. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to go. And then my friend Maggie, who works with Spirit and Truth, came and she walked in and she wasn't saying anything spiritual. Okay, She was just making a, she said to me, what are you supposed to go do right now? Nah. But she was just asking in general because like she thought I was supposed to be somewhere. Yeah. And, but I, in the spirit, I heard right, it like, right. what are you it, supposed you, to be going you idiot, to do? Go do what I told yeah. you yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> and so. How many times do I have to tell you, Matt? Exactly. Go right. do what I told you to do. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and so I immediately, she like, she gave like me a weird look because I said, I have to go pray for someone. And I just bolted out of this. <laughs> and she was like, okay. She didn't understand what wow. happened either. Wow. Anyway, so that's when I came yeah. over and um, just had a, yeah, we had a good time mm-hmm. of prayer together and mm-hmm. got to share with you. And mm-hmm. um, it was just. Yeah, knowing that story. I mean, knowing knowing you know your part of the of the story, that really is a big word for you. Sword. You don't have to figure this out. Right. You don't have to figure this out. Right. Which kind of wraps us back around to the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> The love seen, of God is not known. something. Yeah, right, right. I did. I did have that sense. It's funny that we're talking about that because that that was kind of the sense that I, I felt from the Lord is like the Lord just wanted you to know I see you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I've got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I see you. I've seen the the cry of your heart. I've mm-hmm. seen all of the things that you've been wrestling with, mm-hmm. and like Pierce, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I'm the God of the universe. <laughs> you know, like let me take care of this wow and um wow that's what i'm even sensing even just right now pierce that that's for you yeah and so you can rest in that you know and if that's not love i don't know what is you know amen Amen. so carolyn here's what i love about matt and about alec is they are um they're the same person right Right. <laughs> a few generations difference. Right. <laughs> Separated but, by about 30 years. Yes. But, yes. but the same person. And I gentle love spirit. their. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very gentle, very obedient. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I am going to look back on my life and Claire's life and our family's life. And I don't know what's down the road, but I do know that Matt. Matt and I had never met in person. We interviewed him in the podcast first season or not first season, but second season. And, um, and then we saw each other at new room and I said, Hey to him, he was like walking by, you know, like a few thousand people in the room and he was walking by and I was like, Hey Matt. And he looked at me like, bro, I ain't got a clue who you are, you know, (laughs) like, and it was just like, obviously placement, everything like that. And so after that, that after you preached actually at New Room, it was that session we I, I right before that I'd done that. I moved over to talk to another friend, and Matt came up and he goes, "You're Pierce," and I said, "Yeah." I said, "It's good to finally you know meet and see each other face to face." And we did the pleasantries, and then he said, "I think God has a word for you um, that wow. He gave to me in prayer time," wow. and and it was a word that was a hundred percent true and and led to real confirmation of what God had been doing in our hearts, and so. Um, we have become good friends since then. And, uh, and so I'm so thankful for his voice in the life of my life 
and our life, your life, and then just the church as a whole, this renewal ministry. You know, Alec has this thing of like revival um, and renewal right. across the country and across the world, right. this library. And then you have right. Alec who is building this like current thing right now. And it's just beautiful. Right. And what I want, I want you as the listener to just be encouraged by is that there, there are spirit filled, alive, excited, faithful pastors all over the place, Amen. all over. And so for all the discouraging we might hear and all the politics that might uh, get us down, um, there is hope in hidden places all over the country, um, really all over the world. And uh, so go looking, go looking for the miracle this season. And uh, thanks so much for joining us uh, for this season of Art of Holiness. We will see you next in 2022 and can't wait to talk to a whole new group of people with you. Thank you so much for being with us. God bless you and have a beautiful, spirit-filled Christmas. Amen. Blessings. Amen.